to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. If you love running or eating, you'll love this show. Now, here's your host, Monica Olivas. Hi, this is Monica from runeatrepeat.com, a website I started to document training for my first full marathon and losing weight. Since then, I have run that marathon, plus several more, tons of half marathons, lost weight, and Run It Repeat has become a huge community online, and now this podcast. And I am very excited because today I am talking about running and eating. I think the podcast has been a lot of running more than eating, and I kind of actually feel like the blog is more eating, food, recipes, I don't know. Anyways, I'm talking about fueling for your run. It is so important. When I figured out what to eat during a marathon, it changed the game for me. It is very important. It's also very different for everyone. So anytime you hear anything like here or read anything online or just get some advice about fueling for your run or training in general, make sure that you practice it in training because You're not sure if your body is going to react the way that someone else's did. So make sure that you know yourself. That is my big disclaimer. I don't want you to try anything that I'm suggesting now immediately, and then you have a race tomorrow and it doesn't work for you. So you got to do you. And I have learned a lot of these things with my own trial and error, taking information from someone, trying it, figuring out what works for me. That said, I know what works for me and I had the hugest fail this weekend, major fueling fail, and I am not okay with it. Monica, I'm super busted, and I just, I should know better. So we're going to talk about that. This is the start of a series on how to fuel for running. And I originally was putting this together, and I was going to talk about what to eat before a run or a race, during, and after for optimal recovery, which is also super important. I am adding in this at the front of that because I need to talk about what to eat the day before a race. And depending on how long the race is, sometimes you don't need to do this. Uh, But for a half marathon marathon, you definitely want to make sure that you are on some level carb loading, fueling up in the days leading up to it. And again, practice this in training so you will know what exactly your body needs. That said, I did not do it. I major majorly failed before the Tustin Hanger Half Marathon that I ran this weekend. And we got to talk about it. But before we go there, let's warm up. Okay, first, I want to apologize if last week's episode was very sped up for you. I didn't realize that it was posted as a chipmunk version, as a lot of people said. It's kind of funny because some people thought I did it on purpose. It was really really ridiculous sped up. I actually feel like I already talk pretty fast because I listen to podcasts at 1.25 speed, I think. And when I try to listen to my own at that speed, I think it's a little fast, but maybe that's just because I'm used to myself at a certain speed. I don't know. But yes, I apologize if last week's episode was messed up for you. Hopefully you were able to listen to it at the correct speed. I know some people just listen to it fast. But if you haven't yet, you can go to your settings in your phone, go to settings, go to your apps, choose the app that you listen to the podcast with and clear the cache, and then go back and download the episode or resave it or whatever you do in the correct speed because it is a 
very special, important edition of the RER podcast. It's just kind of a personal thing. We touched on some serious stuff and I got amazing feedback. So I know that a lot of people really felt either that they knew me better or they could relate in some way. Just I got a ton of response from it. And yeah, I'm I'm glad. I am glad that I'm able to connect with so many people. So if you haven't listened to that yet, definitely check it out. Um, I kind of want to talk about, I want to talk every day, actually. I want to touch base every day and just let you know what's going on. Because I feel like when it is a week in between the last time we were hanging out, I don't even know where to begin. I'm like, I haven't really talked about Florida. I did post a recap, kind of some pictures, the highlights of what I was doing and what I was eating while I was there. It was really great. And I'm so glad that I went. The timing could not have been more perfect because it's something that I've kind of been struggling with for a while, whether or not I should go and when I should go and if I should go. All of these things were really weighing on me. And for whatever reason, I decided to go when I did. And it just was the most perfect timing. God's hand was really on the entire trip. I had a really good time with Ben's family. Um, Ben and I took care of some stuff that we needed to. I was able to see Ben's dad who passed away. And since I went, it was just like, it was just, it's really amazing, really. And I just have to, I kept calling it a Christmas miracle. A lot of the things that happened on that trip, like this was a Christmas miracle. And this was a Christmas miracle and it really was not a Christmas miracle. Like it was, my friend Katie says, not an odd thing, a God thing. And I just am very, very happy. So um, yeah, it was a good trip and I had fun. And I love freaking going to Florida, especially in the winter when the weather is like perfection. It was in the seventies. It's super flat. I love running there. So yeah, I love it. And I think That's all I really have to say about that right now. I just have some pictures up. I'll put a link in the show notes if you missed that blog post as well. And it is week four of the first time half marathoners training plan. So if you were doing that, welcome to week four. Let's go. It is going great. And I am so happy to kind of hear everyone's feedback. And we have a little closed Facebook group for anyone training for that. And like I said, if this isn't good timing for you or you are on some other level with your running or eating or goals right now, we'll see how this goes and we will start another little group. There's also a Run It Repeat Facebook group that is closed for people that just want to be on just, you know, like liking the page and being involved with that. If you want to be in the group that's not the Half Marathon group, it's a separate one. I'll put a link to that in the show notes and it can be like a virtual running club as well and doesn't have to be training for that half marathon that is in June. And I'm working on a couple of recipes to post coming up as well. So check out RER runningrepeat.com for all of that. But before I keep going, I want to talk about fueling and running and eating and how it all works together to make you better. If you have questions about these things, what to eat before, during, after, um, how much, anything from specific to vague topics you want me to touch on, feel free to 
send it over to me. So I will try to fit it in as I am doing this fueling series coming up. You can DM me on Instagram or leave a voicemail on the Run It Repeat voicemail line. That is 562-888-1644. And now let's get into it. So this weekend I ran the Tustin Hangers Half Marathon. And the reason it's called that is because in the city of Tustin, there are these two massive hangers and you run through one of them. It's kind of one of the only times that you can look inside these massive, massive structures. Let me describe it for you. 17 stories high, over 1,000 feet long, and 300 feet wide, the hangers were, and still are, two of the largest wooden structures ever built. They were built in 1942, around wartime, in a very accelerated schedule. So they're considered, or they are listed, by the American Society of Civil Engineers as one of the historic civil engineering landmarks of the 20th century, and that's partially because of how quickly they were built. Now, in the beginning of this race, it's I think mile one is actually the mile one marker is in the hangar. We run through one of them out and back, and it's pretty cool. It was kind of dark, and it's very interesting, though, because these huge things are something that I've seen for so long since I've lived in Orange County and never really thought anything about, never questioned. So it was kind of cool to be able to check it out on the inside. The race outside of that, the course is just kind of okay. I think that would have been more awesome to run through towards the end, you know, kind of would have been exciting because you would have been looking forward to it too, you know, this kind of grand finale. Um, downtown Tustin is adorable and I want to go check that out because I haven't really spent a ton of time there. Tustin is a city probably, I don't know, maybe 10 miles away from where I live now and really, really cute. And it also starts and ends at the district, which is home to, it's a shopping center, home to my favorite epic Whole Foods. The Whole Foods there is amazing. The hot food bar I have not seen a better one at another Whole Foods. So boom to that. It's my favorite place. I used to actually go there after every long run. Anyways, the course is fairly flat outside of a couple of hills in towards the beginning and the end. The weather was cold and rainy, which is odd. And that though should have been ideal for running. It wasn't pouring down. It was drizzly more than anything but the temperature was decent. It wasn't freezing. It wasn't humid. It was just probably in the 50s, somewhere low 50s. And I did not have a good race. So fail to me. So this is kind of how I want to tie in the fueling series because the day before a race, I am very big on salty carbs. I like Chinese food or Thai food or something with a ton of rice and soy sauce. This has been my magical meal before a long run or race for a very long time. This is something I've been able to figure out because I am a very salty sweater in that when I sweat, there's like a lot of salt left on my body. Like I just, I, it seems like I sweat a lot first and there's a lot of salt. And I don't know if it's like the chicken before the egg kind of thing. Like, I don't know if I have a lot of salt in my sweat because I eat a lot of salt. Either way, if I don't get enough salt, I have noticed that I get cramps. It's happened in the past where I've gotten kind of a Charlie horse in my leg or something like not abdominal cramps, but leg cramps. 
on my quads or hamstrings, even calves actually. So it's very important that I have a good electrolyte balance and sodium in my system. So salty carbs the day before. And also I really believe in eating within like a one hour window after your run to kind of refuel yourself. The day before the half marathon, I ran, I want to say it was like 14 miles at a slow pace. The weather was just crappy. This weekend it was just very cold and drizzly. And I just wasn't, I actually, my stomach hurt the, on my long run the day before. And I get home from my run and my sink is flooding and I'm on the phone with someone. And so I walk in my house, I've just run 14 miles and I stopped at the store on the way home. I was talking on the phone, so I wasn't rushing. Walk in and I can see, I put down some groceries and there's water coming from underneath the sink. And I'm like, I gotta go, I have a flood. So yeah, I had to take care of that, first of all. And that was a production. And then I was getting cold, so I went to take a shower. And then my friend called and said he was coming over. And I was like, mother F. I wasn't ready at all. And the place is a mess because of the whole sink situation. And we're doing a couple of other projects right now. So literally everything from my laundry closet was in the middle of the living room floor. I haven't taken a shower after running 14 miles. Like I am disgusting. The house is disgusting. Like everything not good. So I took a shower and at least tried to get ready. And long story short, I didn't eat after my run the day before a half marathon. And the way I'm training is I'm trying to do back to back, like mid distance, long distance type of runs. Um, and yeah, I just, I didn't fuel well the day before. And I definitely didn't fuel well the day before after having run 14 miles. And it's just like such a rookie mistake. And then I have some more time. So I'm kind of cleaning before he comes over. And then I didn't have, I had bought like all this cheese and little snacks and stuff to do like a snacking plate with wine. I do all of that, but I don't really sit down to snack as well. And so I didn't even really eat then because I was like trying to clean stuff up and put stuff away. And I just felt like such a host like the shittiest host because I didn't even put that snacking plate together till he got here. And I was like, Oh, do you want something? And he said, yeah. And like, I feel like I should have had that ready, you know? So I'm just in the kitchen and the kitchen is a mess. So I'm like, do not be in here. Let me put this stuff together. And I'm trying to clean and put together a snack. And I just think it was partially, I was kind of frazzled and I don't, I stopped myself from seeing embarrassed because I don't know. I probably, this might border on, making me embarrassed because it really was that bad. It was pretty, pretty bad. We ended up sitting at the table that was pushed into the living room. I don't have like a massive place, but I didn't, I had all of that pushed away because of everything that had spilled out from the laundry closet not literally spilled out, but just like everything we had pulled from there. And I didn't eat. And then I had two glasses of wine and we just started talking time got away. I don't even know. Didn't eat. Time is just passing. I didn't want to go out anywhere really because I knew what I wanted to eat at home the day before the race. And basically just 
I, it was just a fail. I didn't really eat anything significant until around dinner time. By that time, I was super effing hangry. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I, actually, if I should be embarrassed about anything, it is about my behavior when I'm hungry or cold. And I paid the effing price for it because the next day at the race, I just, I felt like crap. Like I just felt heavy. I felt like I had no energy. Everything was just a lot more effort than it should have been. I literally thought at one point, this is what I got. I'm getting my ass handed to me because, and I knew, I knew, I knew. I was like, it was such a fail. And I realized it when I was like code red hungry the day before. I just suddenly kind of snapped and we were talking about what we're going to do for dinner. And I was like, I need to eat something right now. Like it was just, I hadn't eaten anything. I eaten like some sweet peppers and some wine and it was just, and I ran 14 miles a day and I'm supposed to run 13 the next day. No, unacceptable. All of it's unacceptable. And I probably did have, like if anyone is super anal about this stuff, a like a couple of crackers and hummus or whatever. Like I had like, I, I'd probably taken a couple of bites as I was putting the plate together, but I didn't sit down and eat at all. And I paid for it. Do not do this. The day before a half marathon and a full marathon, do prioritize hydration and fueling. And it doesn't have to be because at this point I have run so many half marathons that I am not super carb loading. I think my diet is already a good enough amount of carbs normally that I don't need to go above and beyond for a half marathon. I do need to eat though. I need to eat, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner like a normal freaking person. And that I did not do. I do eat more probably in not just the day before, but a couple of days before for a marathon potentially. Um, and again, it depends. It depends on how hard I'm training, how fit I think I am, what I'm going for in that race, my hunger level. Like I, I, I factor in a lot of things, which is why it's important for you to kind of do you. But at the bare minimum, what I'm trying to get at is the day before a race, you should be fueling properly, getting proper rest and hydrating properly. And I did not do that. And I paid the freaking price. So what you eat the day before a race is very dependent on you. And I have done several different things since I know I try to eat a little bit heavier on the carb side. And this is kind of one of these things that gets confused is that Carb loading doesn't necessarily mean you need to be eating massive amounts of like pasta or rice or bread. What you might want to do is eat kind of around the same amount of food, but that food should be more carbs than potentially protein or fat, if that makes sense. So if you are eating a meal and your plate is 800 calories, and normally it is kind of like portioned out that half of that is protein and a quarter of that is vegetables and a quarter of that is carbs, do half of it carbs instead. Like make it more carbs than the other things. And you don't have to do that just like the night before. It could be that day in general for breakfast, lunch, and dinner that you want to potentially eat similar amounts so that you don't feel heavy or bloated. But more carbs than usual. And I didn't do that, first of all. 
Second of all, so do as I say, not as I do, like I said. And I just realized it right away. It's also very good for me to realize that I sometimes take running a half marathon in stride. I don't make a big deal about it. It's just I try to stay in half marathon shape. So I don't need to really do this very involved training plan to run a half marathon. I was able to run a half marathon, you know, when they come up, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll run that race. I'm not specifically training for it, but that doesn't mean that I don't need to recover and fuel for it. So I just wanted to share that I learned my lesson for sure. And I just felt like shit. And that's important because I don't want to feel bad when I run because I like to run. This is supposed to be fun. If this is not your job, like if you are not a professional athlete that is getting paid for this, this should be fun for us. And it just wasn't fun. I just felt heavy and I felt like I didn't have energy. It just was so much work. And it was so much work without a PR at the end. You know, like, yes, you're going to have to bust your ass if you are trying to go for your first half marathon, your first 10K, your first marathon, or go for a PR or qualify for Boston. If you are chasing down a goal, chase it down and yeah, it's going to hurt. But if you signed up for a half marathon and you wanted to just keep goal pace and you kind of gave yourself an easy week of running so that you could just use this as a tempo run, yeah, you're not going to perform well if you are not fueling well and resting well and hydrating well, which is what happened to me. So learn your lesson. Make sure that you are eating well the day before a long run or a race and practice it in training and make notes. However you keep a running log or you just kind of note things to yourself, make sure that you remember these things. I know there have been positive and negative experiences that I've had with different foods. Like people eat sweet potatoes before a race or a run. One time I had like a massive sweet potato before a a long run and my stomach hurt a lot. And I still like now I'm like wary. Mind you, I eat sweet potatoes all the time. I'm obsessed with them, but specifically before a race, I don't think I would do it. And I should practice it in training potential if I ever wanted to. But it's like I learned I was like, OK, noted. And I'm just not going to do that again. And so there are things that I might say I do. I'm like, this is what works for me. You got to practice it in training so that, you know, and so that it just also takes away one more thing to be nervous about, because no matter how many races I've run, I get nervous beforehand, mostly because I think I'm going to sleep through my alarm or be way too late because that's a story of my life. But Outside of that, you know, you get a little butterflies in the stomach, a little nervous. And if you have the things that you wear and what you drink and what you eat all planned out, then it's one less thing. And then you can just focus on the running and showing up. And you don't have to worry about your stomach being weird or if you ate enough or too much or not enough or whatever it is, or if you're dehydrated. Those are things that you can learn and practice in training and show up super prepared on race day. So that is my little rant about that. I'm super busted. Um, In terms of my finish time, because I know people are going to want to ask, I ended up finishing it in 148.47. My pace was 8.17 um, average mile pace. And I just, yeah, considering that the weather was cool and overcast and it was a race fairly close to my house. Like I just should have done better basically. And I felt like crap. And it was because 
I just let the day get in the way before a half marathon. I don't think I would have done that before a marathon for sure, because marathons scare me like the ocean, you know, like no matter how many times you go out on a boat, you always realize this might be, I might not be coming back from this today. Anyone else? Am I the only one? Okay. Let me know if you have any questions about what to eat the morning before a race or long run during your race or long run or after send them over because I will add them to the list because I'm going to be hitting on those topics in the next couple of weeks and scene. Now let's do the awards. Today's award goes to the Whole Foods Hot Bar at the District in Tustin. Isn't that a long name? Because during the race, I was just like, I am so dumb. You are so dumb. And my stomach started hurting and I was just so hungry. And my car was parked in the parking lot of the Whole Foods that I love to go to. So I hooked it the heck up and got a ton of food from there. And it just, have you ever heard the term hunger makes the best sauce? Like food when you're hungry, especially after a run, you're just like hungry. You've been waiting for this. It just tastes so amazing. This is why intuitive eating is awesome, because if you eat when you're not hungry, then it's just it's not as fun. But when you're eating, when you're hungry, just food is amazing. It was just the best thing. So shout out to that. It made me very, very happy. That is the winner of today. And make sure that you check out the show notes for more information on some ideas of what to eat before a long run or race. I will put some links in there and some more information on that for ideas on the day before, not the morning of. Also, I did a post. I feel like this is kind of a similar recap that I did to the OC half marathon that I did. It was in May, but I feel like I said something like what I did right and what I did wrong. There were some lessons learned from that. So if you're training right now for a race, you can take some stuff from that to get some more information, ideas, feedback, whatever. The Tustin Hanger Half Marathon is part of a three-race series in Orange County, and the other two races are coming up. One is this month, and then the other one is in May, and I have a race discount code for that, plus a bunch of other races. So check out the show notes, and I will put a link to my race discount code page, and you can check it out, sign up for races, save some money. Everyone says that running is cheaper than therapy, but races are expensive and running shoes are expensive. Hello. And I will also put some ideas for what to eat before a long run or race in the show notes at runningrepeat.com and also on Instagram at runningrepeat of some other things that I eat before long runs or races that I know fuel me well and are the magic sauce to helping me run better. And I, a lot of times, like I said, do the Asian food, but there are other options of salty carbs that I've eaten in the past that have worked really well for me. And yeah, let me know if you have any questions about fueling. I'm here to help. I hope that you learned something or had a good time or are running right now and had a great run. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. For more information, check out runeatrepeat.com.